right, how we doing everybody? I am not your host, Will Reddington, and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. It's the 100th episode of Red Talk, so everyone is here. Austin Bickett, Tori Reddington, Pat Sheehan, Shay Martin, Nick Wheatley, and I, being Lexi Browning. Not sure how it gets better than that. Only way it could be if we were at O'Shea's Irish Pub, the best bar to spend your weekend at in Louisville, Kentucky, 956 Baxter Avenue. Come early, stay late. All right, let's get it going. All right, Austin, episode 100. We have the headphones on. We are back. This is as official as I've ever felt doing this. Good time for it, too. Only took me 99 episodes. Yeah, we had these for the first episode that I did, and I was like, these are pretty cool. And then you, I came over next time. You slammed everything on the ground on accident, and it hasn't worked since. Yeah, insane. I did that, and I was like, oh, no big deal. It actually was a big deal. We recorded like 98 straight episodes without this, and I finally figured it out today. It feels way more official. <laughs> took about a full calendar year to get some headphones. Pretty insane. Yeah, about nine months. <laughs> But yeah, episode 100, everybody's got their own topics. You and I are going to do the two picks of the week in this too. So what do you want to do first, the picks or whatever you have? You know, man, I really didn't prepare anything, so let's go with the picks. Okay, that's really good to hear. Uh, (laughs) All right, two picks of the week. My first pick, I'm going to go with the Ravens. By nine and a half, hate betting against the Titans, but have to roll with Lamar Jackson. I think they go up 7-0 and then I'm feeling great from that point. So I'm going to go with the Ravens. Can't bet against Lamar. The Ravens are a team I cannot bet against, but also that's such a big number in the playoffs, and the Titans have been playing so good. It feels like in that game, if the Titans score the first touchdown, they're probably going to cover. That's where I go with my first pick to the other game, 9.5. I like the Texans plus 9.5. Yeah, I was talking to my dad about that today, and it's like if you take one of the 9.5 favorites and you go down 7 nothing, you already feel dead. It's a terrible way to watch Hor- a game. Horrible feeling when you take a big favorite and they get down early, and you're like, there's just no way I'm going to win this bet. And that could easily happen to either of the favorites, but I just think the Ravens are going to get up and down the field quick. I know you mentioned on the earlier – or the – Tuesday episode this week that you think it's going to be like a really short real-time game because of all the running, but I just think the Ravens are going to score really quick. I feel like the Titans have kind of already won their Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, no matter what happens, the Titans have had a successful season. I remember at the beginning of this year, we were, me, you, the fellow Roosters guys, we would just joke on the Titans we would. every game. They were the most boring team to watch. We would do that watch. for years. Yeah, but shout out to the Broncos. They saved the Titans season by destroying Mariota's career, and now Tannehill has taken over and played better than he has in his entire career. What so. was that, like scoreless? 16-0, they pulled Mariota. Tannehill led him down the field and got stopped at the goal line on his only drive in the game. And then it was Tannehill season from then on out. Great move. Great move to go with Tannehill. All right, so you like the Texans, Texans plus, nine, plus and nine. And like I said in the last show, I think the Texans are the worst team still playing football. But yeah, I agree. Just a lot of points, and it's like just if they score first, I'm going to be feeling good. They easily could. They won in Kansas City this year. Yeah, that's a huge factor. And that, as well. that's why I can't lay the 10 with the I Chiefs, but I don't yeah. want to bet against the Chiefs. I definitely don't either. think the Texans win this game, but I think it's going to be a good game. I can't see Deshaun Watson going out in a blowout. And all, all the games so far have been low scoring and really close. Like, what, we get four unders this past week? Yeah, I'm scared that we are going to be spoiled by that weekend, and this weekend isn't going to be as good, but this is supposed to be the best football weekend of the year. I hope so. My next pick, I'm going to go with the Vikings, plus seven. Shout out to Shay. We're not doing the Red Talk community locks of the week because we just have too much going on with six people on one episode. But Trey Hayden, 
sent me his anyway because the guy just grinds. <laughs> Unprovoked. And I, I love it. Uh, Trey might be my favorite person in the world. Trey <laughs> hits me with, if you're doing a pod and need locks of the week from me, I'm hammering Vikings plus seven. The 49ers are 0-6-1 against the spread when favored by six or more. Wow, what a stat. What an unprovoked stat. Great stat from Trey. He's just working hard. Even when I'm not asking him to, I love it. You love to see that. I'm going to go with the Vikings, me, Trey, and Shay. It rhymes, and, and, and we're taking the Vikings. Well. That's and my you. second pick as well. That can't be a good sign. Oh, my God. I don't know. The Vikings just look different with a healthy Dalvin Cook. And But now I'm a little nervous. Thielen got, popped up on the injury report today. He's questionable. I mean, he's got to play. There's no way he doesn't play. He has to play, and he made such a big difference. Made the biggest play in that Saints game, tied with Kirk Cousins throwing him that pass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same thing I said about the other two games we had talked about. It's just a lot of points to lay in the playoffs. The Vikings' defense is still really good. They have a healthy Dalvin Cook, probably maybe a top five back in the league when he's healthy. And uh, Kirk Cousins come off best game of his career. Still have Diggs and Thielen. And that, like, you kind of won the Super Bowl in New Orleans. I don't think that really applies to the Vikings. Because I feel like that was more of, like, we had a weight lifted off our shoulders winning that game. Like, Kirk Cousins getting that huge win. Yeah, you got to think the Vikings are coming into this game with, like, nothing. I'm not going to say nothing to lose. They still want to win the game. But, like, like you just said, they lifted that weight off their shoulders. They already beat one of the best teams in the NFC. And now they just play in house money. Yeah, I agree. So we're both going Vikings plus seven as our second pick. Yep, so we didn't talk about the Packers-Seahawks game at all, and I don't really know how that game's going to go. So you tweeted today, it looks like it's going to be a snow game. Yes, yeah, super excited for that. I want to probably get on the under, but, you know, it'll probably shoot down before I can even get a chance. Like, How many of these games can go under? That's what yeah. I'm worried about with the totals. All four under last week. Yeah, uh, I'm tempted to take the Ravens under as well, just because I said it's going to be all runs and should be a short game, but... I mean, the Ravens could probably put up 48 by themselves. Yeah, I think the Ravens-Titans finds a way to go over. I mean, they're not all going to go under, but I do think that I kind of like the Packers in that game. Not an official pick, but it seems like everybody likes Seahawks. The, the spread's weird, too. I think those, I said it last time, but I think those are the two most overhyped teams of the entire season as far as like just how good people think they are versus how good they actually are. But, I mean, still Rodgers versus Russ, so. Aaron Jones one of the best running backs in the NFL. He's, like, top three in every single category. And I just think the Packers have better skill players than the Seahawks. The Packers' defense is awesome. I think Jair can kind of take DK Metcalf out of the game a little bit. I think the Seahawks can't score more than 24 in a football game. And it's the hard Packers to imagine, easily can't. It's hard to imagine the Seahawks winning a shootout. Yeah, for sure. And it's hard to imagine the Seahawks effectively running the ball with those two running backs that they have. Yeah, and Devontae Adams is healthy. Aaron Jones is healthy. Aaron Rodgers is healthy. I, I think I'm going with the Packers here. I have been very disappointed by the Packers all year. We, we said la earlier this week that we definitely felt like the Saints had a more successful season than the Packers, but the Packers get the bye. I do think the Packers find a way to win this game. Yeah, what's the line? Like three and a half, four? Three four and a half, half, four, right there. Yeah. I'd probably go Packers money line if I had to bet it. I do think the Packers win, but that's just a weird line. I, Russ always hangs around. Yeah, I agree. The four is a little scary. Uh, we're not recording again before the national championship. You are in first in the bowl pick'em. Yes, all the pressure. I guess not all the pressure's on me, but I control my own destiny. You just got to win one game. Kind of freaking out about it. I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's tough. Going back and forth. Well, I'm going to go ahead and let you know that LSU's going to win the game. I hope so, and I, that's my that's who I think's going to win, and that's who I want to win. So It's just impossible for me to imagine my sister going all the way down to New Orleans. She's going to be in the house. She paid, she paid for one ticket? For for one ticket, and then Clark, I think, matched. 
Clark is the best boyfriend of all time. Literally the best boyfriend. Of all um, time. There's no chance I'm playing. I'm paying anywhere close to a thousand for a team I don't care about. But yeah, yeah Clark. Yeah, what a what a soldier. Because I could warrior. not be me. Would not be me. And I just it, it seems so wrong that Tory would go through this whole season and then have it end that, would be, that way. That would be tough to pay that much money and to have your team get that far and lose. But it could be incredible. Could be the best night of all time. Though. Yes. Plus, Bourbon Street celebration afterwards. No yeah. place on earth like Bourbon Street. Exactly. So I, I'm thinking that LSU wins because of a lot of outside factors that don't have much to do with the game. That just have stuff to do with my life. I mean, Vegas got them like minus five and a half, so they they think they're going to win too. Yeah, I, it's just impossible for me to think that anybody can beat them. Clemson's had a great run. I saw. I was looking at props today. Burrow's over 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 under touchdowns is three and a half, and his yards are three sixty five. So lol. I mean, if he gets those numbers, I don't see any way LSU's losing. I think there's no way he throws for fewer than four touchdowns. Bet the over. I'm going to. <laughs> I hope I can find that. Yeah, it was on, um, I saw it on like a DraftKings thing. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for the game because I have the 100 to win 900 on LSU to win the title. You going to hedge at all? I kind of don't want to hedge at all. I mean, you never want to hedge, but when you don't hedge and then you end up losing everything and your team would also be losing, that would just... Seems like a horrible night. It would be a horrible feeling. So but that I, not that doesn't happen. But. I keep putting the ticket in, like starting to and then press. You're like, nah, I want to waste like, the money. Get, why would I set my money? Uh, on I, told, fire? I texted you and said I was thinking about hedging because I'm in the lead for the bull pick. I mean, you're like that'd be just burning money. I was like, okay. Yeah, it goes against <laughs> everything I've ever told you about gambling. But when one of my teams is in, I usually lose all rational thought. Yeah, I mean that's fair. You because you don't want to. You never want to bet against your team, anyways. I can't imagine betting against my team for a title. Yeah, which I'm not going to do, yeah. probably. So, yeah, LSU probably wins the national championship. Really helps us. That's Monday night. Weird looking forward to a Monday. When did you um, make that 9-1? to one? When did you get them at 9-1? to one? Like Right after they beat Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Honestly, you'd think it'd be higher with Alabama still on the schedule. I mean, I say this every year, but why the hell is the championship game on a Monday? Very dumb. It could easily be this Saturday. I know the NFL's on, but who cares? Make the NFL games at 1-4, and four, make the championship at 8 o'clock. That's yeah. the best day of all time. I agree. Same uh, for the Why is the Super Bowl still on a Sunday? They get two weeks off. I mean, they don't need the that extra day of rest. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, but it could be Super Bowl Saturday. It'd be the most lit day of the year. They, yeah. They already make, that's already the most profitable day for food and alcohol in the country. Just imagine what it'd be if nobody had to work the next day. Yep. I'm with you. I'm it very no upset sense. about it. Yeah. I, get, I just get mad every year. Yeah, Monday night, though. I mean, we'll have a great time. Yeah, I mean, it's cool to, like, you're at work on a Monday. Like, oh, well, at least I have something to do after the game or after work, but... Then you're, the game goes off at 11.30. I go, okay, I have to be at work in eight hours. Do you know how insane I'm going to be going? Yeah, I was going to ask you if you want to watch the game, but I was like, I probably shouldn't. I'll probably just watch it at Roosters. I, I would love for you to come watch the game. I just need everybody there to, like, agree I mean, with me you that know, we I'm gonna, want LSU to win. Yeah, I mean, you know I'm cheering for LSU. I'm not going to come over here and f- start cheering for Clemson. Because it's not unreasonable to believe that Clemson's going to win this game. You know, it's really not. I can no, understand I mean, why people yeah, think it's that. Not like it, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. Like I know Shea thinks Clemson's going to win. Um, I, I know there's others that do too. I mean, we're, so, we're sitting over here talking about these good things for LSU, but also Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game. Yeah. It's about time. He's due. Yeah. If he wins this game, and then you know they're going to run the table next year in the regular season because they're not going to play anybody, and then he's been going into next year's playoffs like, what, 37, 38 and 0. I mean, he'll be talked about as greatest college player of all time. What else you got? You made it 100 episodes, man. Congrats. Hey, thanks to you, dude. So what what was the uh, the coolest part about having a podcast and the worst part? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, the coolest part is the camaraderie, you know, uh, just sitting here getting to talk to you guys about sports and the feedback. And uh, the toughest part is the editing. 
That's what I was gonna. That's what I was figuring. Yeah, like learning a lot about and like making mistakes to the like when we're recording it, trying to get rid of buzzing and trying to amplify and deamplify and stuff. But it's all worth it. So you asked me to do this podcast one night and we were at O'Shea's blacked out. And I was like, yeah, man, for sure. And I was like... Yeah, that was like St. Patrick's Day, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like the drunkest day of the year. And I was like, that was pretty cool. And then the next morning I was like, he ain't never going to ask me to do no podcast. Like, Here we are. That was pretty cool. And then like a, a couple weeks later, you're like, you want to do a podcast? I was like, sure, man, let's do it. We did, We agreed on that at the SEC tournament, like officially that we were going to come. Oh, yeah, on that on, rooftop of that bar. On yeah. the rooftop of Tootsie's. Yeah, second floor, Tootsie's getting shoulder up. That was literally us, and we created yeah. <laughs> Red Talk. Yeah. We had a whole meeting at Roosters about the name of the show. I think your sister came up with it, right? Uh, I can't remember who actually I'm, came I'm up with it. I'm pretty sure your sister texted you like five ideas, and you were like, Red Talk. I was like, oh, that's pretty hard. We were like, what? Well, we were sports recorders until like yeah. the day before it launched, <laughs> and it's crazy. Like, it's so funny how lame that is, you know? <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> about that a couple days ago. It's so lame, and a lot of y'all wanted to keep it, is that? I mean, not really, but I said I can't think of anything better, and then your sister came through with Red Talk. I wish I could, like, find the list of the other names that we had. I, I mean, the Red Show. Parlay Pals was one of them. We were seriously considering the Parlay Pals. Yeah, Parlay Pals almost happened, but Red Talk's good because it, like, doesn't really categorize us. We can and it rounds with Ted Talk. Yeah, exactly. People might find it on accident. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. <laughs> give, it a, give it a listen on accident. Yeah, Red 2Ds, huge. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a nice time. Good that you're on here because you're really easy to edit, and it makes the bad part a lot easier. Thanks, dude. I try not to stutter or cuss too much. Yeah, you definitely could work on the cussing, but yeah, stuttering's fantastic. I didn't cuss the first like six months, and then I heard you start bleeping people out. I was like, I'm gonna get in there. Yeah, you got to get a couple I'm not bleeps. Not, in. I'm not gonna not get some <laughs> bleeps. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've uh, had a few people that I don't even know come up to me and like, yeah, I love you on Red Talk. I'm like, who was that? <laughs> Um, like that was something I never thought would happen, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's been neat to kind of connect with people that didn't know, and the Bachelor stuff has kind of helped get girls involved, and we're still learning and evolving. But, yeah, any feedback always helps from the good people out there. But, yeah, I mean, I'd say that you are kind of the king co-host of this process. Thanks, dude. I think if something happened to me that you could uh, make yeah. a little lighter as your logo and you could be Bic Talk and it would be heat. <laughs> yeah, me and Jake will take it over if something happens to Oh, me. man, I don't know about that. I can't, <laughs> I can't sign off on that. But, yeah, maybe just you solo. <laughs> That's probably my favorite part about all this is every Sunday at Roosters, Jake is like, let me get on Red Talk. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he no does. Chance. And we finally let him on there. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, good times. Been a while. It's crazy. Yeah, well, our first episode was like March Madness last year. Yep, and we no one listened it, to it. Launched you, didn't launch, you didn't release it until after March Madness was over, and we just sounded like some idiots. Yeah, we're all like, yeah, I'm like, Louisville has a first round bye. We talked about how Louisville was going to beat the Michigan, Michigan State. State. They lost to Minnesota. Minnesota yeah. <laughs> and then you released it like a day after Louisville lost. Yeah. I, I, lost all credibility immediately. That was before I even <laughs> knew how to like edit, really. So I couldn't even find that audio. And I think I ended up just deleting the whole episode. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. But so this we, might only be episode 99. No, we are. I, I, I looked. And we, this is officially 100. So this is the 100th one on like iTunes? Like, yes. Okay. Yeah, there are officially 100 listenable episodes of Red Talk. What was the most listened to one, do you know? The Curric. Probably one of the interviews, yeah. yeah. The Curric interview. And then uh, a few random Bachelor episodes. Nice. Makes you there. feel good. Nothing I've ever been a part of. Ah, uh, you know, you were on a lot of those Bachelor episodes. <laughs> we were just talking about sports yeah, before Bachelor Yeah, they probably Bachelor just fast-forward straight through my stuff. That's why the, I got to add the time on there. Yeah, yeah, I figured. It's all good. But the the girls like you on there. Nice. Yeah. It's always a positive. Not, not too much. Not no. too much. <laughs> You know, some they, they think that you're smart and that your voice is okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's all I got. That's more, I guess. N- nothing, nothing else. So, <laughs> yeah. we're we're running low on time. We got about three minutes left. You got anything you want to talk to me about? You got anything you want to talk to me about? 
I don't know. We were supposed to go see Uncut Gems, and you bailed on me. I bailed. I said, we still going tomorrow? You said, no, I got to interview 13 people. I was like, okay. <laughs> I guess I bailed. And then I gave you four other options. You said, what about Friday? It. I said, can't Friday. And then you said, what about Tuesday? I said, okay, Tuesday. So if you bail Tuesday. I don't think you ever responded. Yes, I did. Uh, you, I said I can't Friday, maybe next week. Well, I said I could go Sunday after my basketball ends, but that was stupid. I mean, that's I, football. Yeah. I, I oh, didn't, after? That's like 10 o'clock. I had to work the next day. I thought football was at 1 and 4 on Sunday, no, but it's football, at 3 no. and 6. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah, we'll go see Uncut Gems in the middle of the Seahawks-Packers game. Or whichever one's later. I think it's Seahawks-Packers. No, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I wanted to go tonight. You're like, no, I got 15 interviews. Yeah. Like, okay. Sorry, dude. I tried to knock some of them out yesterday, but I did. I just didn't get enough of them knocked out. All right, dude. We'll go Tuesday. And I had to set up this little studio. You have these. You have two full-size football helmets sitting on this table, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Louisville Cardinals. The squads. You got them facing the opposite way like they're about to play in the Super Bowl next week. Yeah, it's impossible. I like to, the Bucks in that game. It's impossible to explain <laughs> to you how much I love Simeon Rice. Yeah, I like the Bucks in that game, but you also have a Marshall helmet over here, so I'm not sure what's going on. LSU went over there, and the Marshall helmet is a St. Martha helmet. I'm not going to tell you again. It literally has an NCAA sticker on it. Like that People Taylor Swift magazine in front of Yeah, it's right in front of me. I was just flipping through it. And then you also have a Patriots championship magazine. That's uh, pretty got, cool. I got that as a joke because uh, they beat the Rams. Two thousand one. Yeah. This? Somebody roasted me when I was seven. Oh, my God. That's a good burn. Looks like it's stuck with you for 20 years. Relatively ruthless, yeah. Yeah, I got a little Chris Webber, Warriors action, Dion Branch signed picture right here from the Super Bowl. Nice, I got some memorabilia. That's Josh Reed, LSU's best player from 2001. Number 25. Number 25, wide receiver. Looks like he's playing against Trinity. Uh, Tulane. They wish they could guard him. <laughs> Tulane, Trinity, it doesn't matter. Tigers by 30. All right, Austin, is that all you got? That's all I got. All right, TTYL. So, here we are. 100 episodes into Red Talk. We've had a lot of peaks. We've had a lot of valleys. One of my lowest low valleys that I've come across um, on this journey was maybe like six or seven months ago. I'm making this up. I don't have any concept of time. I think it was in like June. Okay. However many months ago June was. And um, so I was like the host and Will was the guest and it was probably my best work and i have no idea why he didn't upload it it hurt my feelings a lot i thought of a lot of really great questions um i admit they could have been more open-ended but um but here we are again he's kind of asking me to do the same concept and i'm just like play the tapes (laughs) last time i didn't really know what to expect and I wasn't as good at this process as I am now. And Trevin was editing it. And it was just impossible to edit. I swear I tried to edit it. Because if I would have been able to put together a listenable product based on what you said, I would have put it out. Because I could have taken like a vacation. I would have not had to record one day. But I just couldn't. I promise. I tried so hard. There was just so many things in there that were so inappropriate. Okay. Well, listen up. This is the time. I'm getting what I want. I want you to at least insert the intro that I worked hard on right here. No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) I figured I could try. A hundred episodes in. You've been around the block a few times. 
You're a seasoned veteran. How are we feeling? Fantastic. This is the last of the 100th episode interviews that I'm doing. You are six out of six. And everybody else has just been great. And, uh, you know, if you flop now, it's all good. So I feel awesome. Was that like any particular order or? Yeah, I'm going to put them in a random order. Probably do like a boy-girl type thing. But I'm saying everybody else has already recorded. You're the last one. So, you know, if you're bad, I can just cut it all out. Well, never that. Never that. I want to ask you, out of all this time, which one was your favorite podcast? My favorite episode? Yep. That's tough because I feel bad not saying one that involves Shay or Pat or Austin because they were so important to this entire process. But my favorite one that I've ever done was interviewing Kyle Couric, the Louisville player, because I met him like a really wholesome way at Nike while he was shopping. And I recognized him and we started texting and I would get him shoes. And he's just the coolest guy ever. He's so nice. I'm so happy he did my show. Okay. What is something that you regret about a past podcast? Or just something you regret about, like, the process. Like, something you would have done differently. That's such a good question. I'm so proud of you. Thank did, you. Did she make that? No. Uh, no. That was really you? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. I'm going home. No, thank you for trying. That's awesome. Uh, something that I regret. Uh, honestly, if you want to know the truth, not using these headphones for all this time. Because, like, how cool does this sound and feel it's just way better and I'm so professional and right i now. swear so the first episode like me and austin talked about in our part but the first episode that we did we had headphones and i got up to get an energy drink knocked the headphone amp over and it never worked again like i was doing all the same stuff i was doing and we just couldn't figure it out and it never worked again and i've tried to do it here and there and i've just never been able to and after like Four hours of working with it last night and an hour again today, I finally got it to work where you can like live hear what's going on in the room. Because I can always get it. Like if we listen to it back afterwards, you'll always be able to hear what we're talking about. But it's like the live, like the fact that I can hear the microphone while it's going on on the loop back. That's huge. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And it's have, getting me in the zone. Yeah, I love that. And I have four pairs of them already. Like when I started the podcast process, I actually read an article that said I needed these headphones and I needed the amp, which is far from true. We were able to do, you know, 90-something episodes without them. But I bought them all thinking that we needed them, and now I can finally use them. So it is nice. What is your goal for your next 100 podcasts? Uh, I would like to do more interviews like I've done before with legendary people. It kind of gets me more prepared for what I'd like to do with the rest of my life. And I would like to also, like, stay true to, like, the people who got me here. Like, I don't want to ever get away from Austin, Pat, Shay, yourself. You know, that would suck. Yeah. So, like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, have some class. <laughs> so, like, what are your plans for Red Talk? Are you going to keep on the same path, or are you going to introduce some new stuff? I mean, Bachelor started, so our schedule is, is really full for as far as we want it to be. And I'll probably keep doing Red Talk until I'm not allowed to anymore. And my end game is probably like a job in sports media, something like that. And once I do that, I probably won't be able to have like my own independent platform anymore. Really? Yeah. That's typically how it works. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, that you it can't is. just have like your own personal life I know. Project. It would suck to say goodbye to it and everything. But that's probably how this process ends. But, I mean, hopefully we can just kind of keep doing this forever. And my career path leads me elsewhere to the point where I can still do this. Cool. Well, no plans of leaving us yet. 
Okay. So now I just want to ask you um, some really dumb stuff. Oh, I can't wait. I am so impressed and just shocked that you just had those questions right there. Did no one else do 100 podcast-themed questions? Uh, people did, but just from you, the fact that you tried, that you put any percentage of effort into this at all is truly stunning, and I just am really excited about it. All right, I want to ask you if you're finally willing to admit on air that you are a full-blown ginger with red hair. Uh, my bitmoji has red hair. I think that that is me admitting that, but... My hair is not, like, super red. It's just not. Okay, so still in a little bit of denial, but we're getting there. You don't think my hair is totally red? Yeah, you're kind of right. Exactly. It's not red talk because of the hair. It's because my last name is Red Ding Ten. I think I just, like, want you to be a ginger so badly that Why? I force that upon you. That makes no sense. I don't know what it is within me that that just... Wants, wants me to be a ginger so bad? Hair, yeah. I don't understand that at all. But I think it's all the pushback that you give me that I'm like. I, no, I don't give much red. pushback. My bitmoji has red hair. Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. Do you have like an experience with ghosts or just like you're too scared to say no so you're just gonna say yes exactly like you literally just took a walk inside of my mind i don't want to piss off any possible ghosts so yeah they're real leave me alone i respect that yeah okay what is one word that you would hope people would describe you as charismatic yeah i do when i was on senior retreat senior year uh we had to describe everybody in our group with one word and Trevin used charisma for me. And it was like a really long time ago, but it's like one of those little moments that you just like, for whatever reason, remember. And it's funny that it was Trevin cause we were never like super close in high school, but we were always friends. And then he ended up like really helping me throughout this process. I think that's a really good answer actually. For Thank you. you. That's a good word that sums up like just your personality. That's good. That's really nice. Thanks. That's good. Yeah. Um, I have talked about this with Cole and I want to say something. I don't know. I could never choose a word. I think this is a really hard question to just choose one word, but I really think that humor is the best quality a person can have. And I know that's not like the end all be all cause you can still be a funny person, but like be kind of a shitty person. But I mean, I don't. I don't know why I put such an importance on humor, and I'm not even funny, so. You're really funny, and I think that I'm slightly funny, too, and I think that's okay, but I don't think that's, like, a word that totally describes myself, you know? I like to think that I'm more than funny on most days. Yeah, so I'll leave that open-ended. Think of something nice for me. Oh, like you want me to come up with a word to describe you? No, I just want the listeners to ponder. Okay, cool. All right, I was about to say, I need some time. Okay. Next question is the best insult you can think of off the top of your head. Oh my God. We already, uh, no, no, this is a good question. I'm not, it, do, am I insulting you? Yeah. Insult me. The best thing you can think of. I would probably just tell the story of that time that you were here and we did the Taylor Swift podcast and you left and ended up with a homeless person cause you couldn't find your own car. And it was a three-hour journey from you, and I told you where to park. I would just tell that story to the people. Actually, you know what? I would like to tell the story to the people. 
in the spirit of the highs and lows of the of the podcast season, this hold on to your pants. No, I keep saying the dumbest. <laughs> no, you do, but just go ahead. You okay. should tell this story. I'm not proud of that. Okay. We'll we'll tell it together. So you leave this podcast room <laughs> in a blazer. <laughs> In a blazer, yeah, you're wearing a blazer, and you walk out of my house, and that is the last time that you and I communicate for the day. You do not call me. You not, do not text me. That's the last time we talk. I think everything is fine. Tell me what happened. That's factual information. Okay, so I leave. I'm in my suit. Well, it's just really the blazer and then, like, leggings and tennis shoes, so maybe even worse than if I was just in, like, a full suit. It's also like summer. It's really hot out. And I'm walking to my car. I can't find it. Like, you all should know that I have no sense of direction. And it's probably my biggest toxic trait. But anyway, I can't. You seriously suck at like navigating anywhere, being in a car. Everything that has to do with that, you're so bad at it. Yeah. Like, I bet there's listeners out there thinking, oh, yeah, me too. But no, you don't get it. You don't know. It's not you two. It's just me. It's a serious issue. My family, uh. if you know me, you know it's true. Anyway, I lost my car. I could not find it. I was walking around for no joke an hour and a half searching for my car. I couldn't find it anywhere. My panic button wasn't working. I was like, really scared like no offense will but this part of town at night as like a young woman is pretty scary it's it's terrifying and that's why any women that come in this house we just have them park in the back exactly where i told you to park well i didn't know how to find the back to park um it was before i it was before i knew you know yeah you get it now okay and it is hidden if you didn't know you wouldn't know it is really hard to, like, order Postmates and stuff. Okay. So I'm really scared, and it's it's pretty late at night, and I'm just, like, retracing my steps just in disbelief that it could really be this hard. Like, how did how did this happen? Just wondering why I am the way, the way I am. And as I'm walking, I, like, see um, this other girl, and she is, like... In the same spot as you. Also yeah. looking for a car. Also very lost. We've passed each yeah. other a couple times now. Not interacting because we're both pretty scared. But I realize, like, the third time that we, like, are walking towards each other, like, clearly lost. And she's, like, covered in blood, you guys. Like, covered <laughs> I forgot. In blood. I forgot she was covered in blood. Oh, my God. She was, like, literally limping. There's blood all down her face and her chest. And you, you and see this like, woman, and you have to hang out with her. I mean, you like have. She's, like, cradling her shoulder across her chest, like, her arms like this. It's obviously up to like you. walking so slow, like, barely, like, water. That's what she looked like. Yeah, no doubt. And so I'm, like... She's, like, asking me for directions. She asking me. And I'm like, oh. Sister. You could not be worse off. Uh Like, if you're turning to me as your, like, last resort, like, please help me find my way home, ma'am. And I'm like. Y'all immediately just connect because you've been looking for your car for 80 minutes of real time at this point. But I feel really bad because she's obviously just been through something traumatic. Yeah, definitely. She's bleeding. So I'm like, listen here. I don't want to leave you like this i will give you a ride once my phone turns on i forgot to mention my phone's dead my phone's very dead so i can't call for help i'm like stranded 
Um, so that kind of helps, like, me not communicating definitely, with you definitely. anymore. So let's fast forward a little bit. So you're with this woman now. You, you, okay, yeah, you I am never, dragging this out very You long. never have found your car at any point. Your car has not been found. So you reapproached my house. You're now back to where you started. And you find my house, which, you know, props. Found my way back to Will's. Yeah. Only now I have this a passenger <laughs> a friend now woman yeah <laughs> who is like clearly messed up on some drugs of some kind drunk i don't know she was having a hard night and i'm knocking on the door and i'm like please be will not will no nope. please be kendrick it's not kendrick sure isn't. Brian Devine comes walking towards me who you know like by far the least by of the far roommates the least. not even close and um, he's looking really confused, and he's not really coming towards the door anymore. And I can tell that all he sees is the woman I have with me and not me. So I start waving. I'm like, Brian, Brian, it's me, Lexi, it's me. And he finally lets me in. He's like, what's going on, you guys? I'm like, can you please give me a ride to my car? I lost it. And really <laughs> nice guy. He gives me a ride and by some miracle drives me directly to my car. Like no, no extra miles were taken. No wrong turns. We went straight there. Something in his, in his intuition like just kicked in, saved us. So here I am. Now it's just me and this woman in my car. Phone's still dead. So... I can't plug in her address to take her home yet, and I, neither of us know how to get there, so we're just kind of cruising around here. Anyway, I drop her off at a trailer park off of Taylor <laughs> Boulevard, and she lets me know that um, the person that had beat her lived in that trailer park on her way, and I was like, I just tried so hard to save you, and now I'm dropping you back off here. I don't know what your future holds, but hang in there, girl. And if you're out there listening... I'm wishing all the best for you. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you remember this woman's name? I I hope I asked her. I mean, that's so, <laughs> that's so pitiful. I've been waiting. I mean, this story has lasted so long, way longer than we needed to. And I've been yeah. waiting the entire time to just ask you if you remember this poor woman's name that you spent hours with, that had been through the lowest of the lows in her life. And you didn't even ask. You never at any point knew her name. And it sucks because you could have confidently responded to me with literally any name in the world. And I would be like, oh, cool. Like, you did know her name. I would have no idea who this woman is. And you didn't. Yep. Yeah, insane that Brian didn't, like, just come upstairs and be like, hey, Will, this is your problem. Take care of it. He gets some points. What a true American hero. He was really there for me in a dark hour. Yeah, true American hero, Brian Devine. And now I know where to park my car. Yeah, which is huge. Did you, did you really park it back there today, or did you park at the pawn shop? Pawn shop. Yeah, you still don't totally get it, but it, it's fine. <laughs> but I always know where to go now. And yeah. That's that's the lesson. Yeah, that's great. Um, okay. So you're supposed to go for 15 minutes. We're at 25. I mean, Lord knows how much of this I'm actually going to be able to leave in the podcast. So we, I'll give you five more minutes to get anything else you want in here, and then I'll pick and choose from that. Well, I have so much good content ahead. All right, just go nuts. I have nothing going on. Okay. Who is your celebrity crush? Taylor Swift. I knew it. I just wanted to hear you say it. Yeah. How old were you when you got your first kiss? Um, 
I was in like sixth, seventh grade. However old that is. 2006, 2007. You're a little hoe. Um, what the f was it cute or was it like awkward? Nah, it was like we we drug it out. Like it worked up to that moment. It was like insanely romantic. Aww. Yeah. Hope she's doing okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, yeah. what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Red. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, that just blew your mind. Poetic. Yeah. Is it GIF or JIF? JIF. The dude that actually made that came out and said that it was JIF. Okay, I disagree. I'm just telling you what the dude that made it says. What is the worst name that you could possibly give your child? I want to name my kid Hulu has live sports really bad because I think that they would probably pay me a million dollars to do so. I don't know if you've seen those commercials, but I, I don't necessarily know that it's a good idea. It's really stupid. I mean, th it actually gives you a ton of options. You can call your kid Lou, you know, like shorten Hulu up, which is a dope name. Or you can call your kid Live, like Live Reddington, also dope. Or Sports Reddington, which is really cool. So it really gives you a ton of options. So actually, you can just completely throw that out because that's a really good name for a child. And when I try to think of a bad one, I don't know. Like, what about like Lex? You know, like Lex would that would be a terrible name. You know, like you know, like Lex, like Lex Luthor, the bad guy from Superman. Like, can you imagine if I named my boy child Lex? How bad that would be. Okay, <laughs> my feelings are pretty hurt. I'm gonna push on through. Who is your favorite Kardashian? None of them. Okay, I'll accept that. Would you ever rock earrings again? Heck yeah. Me and Kevin were at Bonnie and Clyde's on Tuesday, and we were looking at like old pictures of ourselves. And uh, I showed him this one of me and Brittany Lacer at his house. Like, we're, we're in his kitchen, and I'm like, please look at me here. I'm wearing black earrings with a black polo, and I tell you what, I looked kind of tough. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I think so. Yeah, my bad. How about... We just make it 100 episodes with Lexi Browning and then, like, put everyone else on the back burner. No shot. I respect that. Okay, well, how about I make a resolution for your next 100 podcast? All right. This is your goal. Okay. I want you to just do a solo podcast. Just you. See if you can carry it. Maybe something not sports related so that I can enjoy. Yeah, this kind of goes against what we just talked about. I gave Pat this really nice, heartfelt speech at the end of our segment about how much he's meant to the process and how the whole thing was his idea and a lot of nice stuff. And I said, you know, I literally would have zero episodes if it weren't for you guys. And that idea is basically going completely against the grain on that, you know. Okay, we get it. They have all the great ideas. I have all the bad ideas. No, I mean, you're fine. You're part of the process. That's why you're here. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. The only girls that are on the 100th episode are you and my sister. And my sister is just way better than you. But, I mean, you're, like, you know, right there. She's good. <laughs> I need to stop talking bad about every single one of you. Yeah, guys. you really. I, I, I'll listen to it back uh, sometime when I go to sleep before, like, 8 a.m. tomorrow now. But, um, yeah, you weren't very nice to everyone that's on here. You're right. I want to say some nice things about everybody. All right, go ahead. Austin, say something nice. Austin, all my friends think you're hot. Love that. Yes. Okay. Next, Shay. Shay, I love you. You're doing great. Your flow, it just couldn't flow harder. Also, 
headbands look good on you, not my boyfriend. Next, we have... Who else do we do? Tori. Tori. Tori, I love you. I have nothing bad to say about you. That was the point of this exercise. I forgot. Uh, Pat, Pat. Say something nice about Pat. <clears throat> Pat, your pinky has influenced the show in ways that most of us only wish we could. Yep. Um, it's been a reason to tune in episode <laughs> after episode, and you ended up coming out on top. Yeah, they won five games. Yeah. If they would have won one, he didn't have to cut his pinky off. And now he gets to keep his pinky and his fiance. Yeah, which is huge because he was going to lose both if he lost one. Uh, say something nice about me. Something nice about you. Yeah. I don't want to look at you while I do it. All right. Deal. Deal. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, so I don't want to get all like touchy feely seventh heaven on here. But I really am proud of you. I feel like you found a job that perfectly suits your personality, um, and you're really good at it. And I like to listen, and it's really nice that you include me, even though I try to make it about me, and I'm not very good sometimes. That was really nice. And I try to include you because you are the absolute perfect girl for this role. Um, and every moment that I've ever spent with you, whether I was really sad or really happy, you have a way about you of just making me laugh and living in the present and always making bad things seem not so bad and good things seem better than what they are. So you are absolutely the perfect girl co-host and you are the funniest girl I've ever met and it's not even close. Wow. Yeah. You're just saying that because I said that's the word that I wanted people to think of. No, I, I truly think that or I wouldn't ask you to be on this podcast ever. That's kind of the idea. Okay, well, this is grossing me out, kind of. Like, yeah, it we is. We are never little, nice to each we other. We have never talked like this yet, ever. It's it's very odd. Yeah, I wanted to stop. All right, well, we can actually stop the podcast now because it's been way too long. Do you have anything else you'd like to get off your chest? Um, thank you all for listening. Thanks for, um, you know, keeping the keeping the podcast going and for supporting my friend. Powerful, powerful stuff, Lexi. Oh. Also, a uh, selfless plug. I, I'm i doing a gala. I I went to Von Mar the other day looking for a gown. And you know how, you probably don't know because you're not a woman. But I'm the, not, no. the salespeople, they stalk you and they just like ask you, oh, what are you shopping for? And I was like, oh, just like a nice dress. They're like, well, what's the occasion? I was like, well, I'm speaking at a gala. We should also talk about, I don't know how to say gala. Is it gala? It's definitely gala. gala. It's for sure not gala, gala? right? It's I've gala. Heard it all three ways. I don't know. But anyway, I was very mature in Vomar. No I was way. a keynote speaker at the gala. And God. anyway, it's on February 15th. Um, it's for a really good cause. And so if anyone wants to come out, um, it's at the Melwood Art Center. My family has a table too, and I think we have three spots. So if anybody oh, would you're like going? to attend this, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I'm nervous. Why does that make you nervous? I don't know. I just really, like, tickets are expensive. It's not bad. You need a table. Okay, well, that's fun. That's really nice of you, actually. But yeah. anyway, it's Flights to Fight Cancer Benefiting the Stephen Vanover Foundation, and it's Saturday, February 15th from 530 to 11 at the Melwood Art and Entertainment Center in the Van Gogh Room, and um, I'm going to give a little speech 
I'm really scared. I'm nauseous just thinking about it. Um, but it'll be good to look out and see some familiar faces. And it's for a good cause. So come out if you can. I think that's the first personal plug we've ever had on this podcast. And I really enjoyed it for a really good reason. It's probably frowned upon. Oh, and you can follow me. My at name is Lexi Browning on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, no underscores, no numbers. Lexi Browning. Yeah, just the original. And that's L-E-X-I-E. Because if you leave off the I, I... Um, you leave off the E, not the I. Oh. Yeah, because that's what the Bachelor girl did, and you texted me and you were pissed. Yeah, I hate when you leave off the E. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that that's a- all. Peace and blessings. Cheers to the next hundred. <laughs> TTYL. All right, Pat, 100th episode. This whole thing was your idea. Very slept on. I get a lot of credit for this idea, and it was entirely your idea. You said we should start a podcast. We should try this out. We, I think the first thing we ever recorded was the primetime 30 for 30, Deion Sanders. Yep, lost tapes. Yeah, lost tapes, and it's good that they are. Yeah. I, yeah, because I, I can't imagine it was very good, but it was good <laughs> enough to where we were like, all right, let's 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 keep doing this. So, so, yeah, your world. You make the topic sheet today. What, are, what do we have going on? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about sports, obviously. Got okay. some sports questions for you. Good. Um, we got some music questions, some pop culture, maybe some uh, some food in there. Got a little bit of everything for you. All right, I'm yeah, ready to rock. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we... Both love sports, obviously. Yes. Sports podcast. Who's your, maybe your most influential athlete of your time, like of your whole life? Most maybe, influential athlete. Maybe you just had to have all of his shoes. Maybe you modeled your game after him. Maybe took some of his moves, something um, like that. Always used him in a video game. So when I was a kid, it was probably Allen Iverson. Because okay. you know how I would have like the sleeves and the finger wristbands. Finger wristband, dude. Those were, <laughs> I would have never thought that. I thought about that again. I definitely used to rock some finger bands. Yeah, they were nasty. Yeah, those were heat. So I wanted to dress like AI. Chris Paul was my favorite player growing you up. You had all CP3s. Yeah, I know everything about like Chris Paul's life from front to back. So I think my answer there is Chris Paul. I also really liked Sammy Sosa when I was a kid, but you know can't can't do that anymore. Why is he canceled? Just... He's definitely canceled. Yeah, the Cubs won't even like play his highlight videos anymore because oh, really? he never like came clean about steroids. And uh, he okay. uh, slept on is not black anymore. He's a white guy. He is a white guy. Yeah. Welcome, so, Sammy Sosa. Yeah. So I'd say uh, <laughs> I'd say Allen Iverson for the dressing and Chris Paul for life. Okay, I like that answer. Yeah. All right. So a lot of UK UVL talk yeah. on here. Uh, you you give some respect to UK. You don't talk bad about them all the time. I'd, You're, uh, I'd try to. Yeah. 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 So. Um, who would you say is your favorite UK player? Favorite UK player ever. Um, I, I would say that it has to be Tayshawn Prince. It has I, to. Okay. I used to watch that video of him hitting those five threes against North Carolina to start the game, like yeah. religiously. Even the, and it was like I was watching something I wasn't supposed to be watching. Like I was doing something bad <laughs> when I was watching it. But in Rupp like starts to shake a little bit more mm-hmm. after every three hits. And when you're a kid, I feel you just, like, appreciate greatness a little bit more. And especially at that age, you know, when you get a little older, you start to, like, hate them the better they are. Mm -hmm. So I I would say that it's Tayshaun Prince. And I I don't really like many other UK players, you know? 
Yeah, I get it. Like, Randall Cobb's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I liked Randall Cobb. I thought, like, what he was doing was cool. He was playing quarterback as a wide receiver. Right. But I did not have that thought about Lynn Bowden at all. <laughs> so it's definitely not, like, a system thing. Okay. All right, I like it. Yeah, every time that video comes across my timeline, you have to just stop what you're doing and watch it watch the whole two thing. or three times. Yeah, yeah Tayshawn Prince was the man. Who's your favorite UofL player ever? UK fans might not like this, but Cisco. For, uh, oh, yeah, man. he was a dog. Yeah. I thought for sure um, you were going to say Quentin. Yeah, he's my dog, too. Yeah. Um, just what Francisco used to do to us, just his dagger threes that he would just hit on us. And Yeah, he was cool. He didn't do much talking out there. Or anything. No, he, uh, he was like, well, dude, he had a, uh, not a great NBA career, but long. He was yeah. on the Kings for a long time. Yeah, Rockets, too. Yeah. yeah, that was like when me and my dad got into league pass, like to watch Francisco Garcia play his like 16, 20 minutes a game. Let's go. Let's talk a little music. What is your favorite song that is not on Apple Music? The, so, the game Shake. Shake. <laughs> it's really not on there? It's not on there. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's funny. I was up last night, and I couldn't sleep. And you know how we used to have to download music with the YouTube to MP3 converter, yep. like the the bridge in between Apple Music and Spotify from our, like, LimeWire, FrostWire mm-hmm. days. And I sat there last night, and I was like, I wonder if that still works. Like, I wonder if I can put these songs in my library, and it'll show up on my phone. And, I mean, you're not going to believe it, but I got it on there, as you can see, right there. I, I got it added. What? Yes, so now I can listen to The Game, Shake, and uh, Colin Baton Rouge by Garth Brooks is also not on Apple Music, <laughs> so it's worth mentioning. I do have that on here now. Um, Drake, Two On. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, so, and that, that's, that's not there. on there. So I got that one on there now, too. It's cool that you asked me this, because I literally just worked on this yesterday. Yeah, all the, um, like, no ceilings. and Yeah, no oh, ceilings, yeah. all fire. Uh, you know, I really like that Lupe Fiasco superstar song, Young Jeezy remix, where he says, hit the stage in all black, just like a new clock, all the broad screaming like they just seen Tupac. <laughs> um, the, the Weeknd's Drunk in Love, Super oh, Fire, yeah. Justin Bieber's One Dance. You know, you just can expand so much. Mm-hmm. But when you start looking for stuff that isn't on streaming service, you realize how little of that there is. And, like, you kind of do appreciate all the stuff that is on there. Uh, King Kong remix, where you get, uh, mm. you get Lil Wayne and Chingy and Chameleon Air all on the same track. So, yeah, all that. And then last mention for that is uh, JoJo featuring Bow Wow, Baby, It's You. <laughs> How is that not on Apple Music? So JoJo and Bow Wow actually had a falling out, oh, and sh- they couldn't come to an agreement, I guess, and it's gone. Same thing happened with our guy, The Game, and Dej Loaf. That's yeah. why Rida. Rida, da 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 Have that on my phone now, too. So really productive <laughs> night for me. It was up till about 4. So, great question. But the answer is the game Shake. Shake. Yo, give me some fries. And an extra large. <laughs> shake. All right, we'll stick with some more music. Okay. Um, most influential album. So, you're kind of maybe you're feeling down or just long ride or something like that. Just the album you've thrown on. Just your favorite. Great question. I think it's Drake. Nothing was the same awesome yeah I, I think that's my choice and second place is probably drake take care like when i hear mm-hmm. that those albums it like takes you back to like what you're doing for in sure. your life for sure and i love taylor swift i know all taylor swift stuff but i can still like remember certain things i'm doing and concerts i'm at but it's like not like the drake vibe of like driving around like, for sure oh my god like i was a senior when take care came out and then nothing was the same we were at wku uh-huh. and it, it's it's those two for sure what is the best year of your life the best year of my life? Yeah. That's such a great question. And it's it's so tough. 
I would say three-way tie. Okay. Three-way tie between 2013, Louisville won it all. Big, big year for Louisville. That was football incredible. Also. Yeah, football was great. Sugar Bowl, uh, baseball team had success. Rough year to be your roommate at Western Kentucky. Insane. <laughs> because yeah, the, Kentucky was terrible yeah, that The year. only year we've ever lived <laughs> together, you had to watch Robert Morris beat UK with me. Probably the worst <laughs> version of myself as a fan ever, too. Hopefully I wasn't that bad. But yeah, Louisville won the title. 2013's up there, and we were living together. That was fun. You know, oh, yeah. it's, First year of college. Just, yeah, having a great geez. time. You're coming back from your fraternity parties, just blasted, <laughs> have no idea where you are, just laughing. I don't think I've ever seen you like that again. And I'm just like in my fifth straight hour of FIFA, just chugging Red Bull. It's like where I discovered Red Bull. Yeah. So 2013's up there. 2016 is also there because the Cubs won the title. I waited a long time for that. And oh, yeah. I watched like every baseball game and, you know, finally had that dream fulfilled. And then 2019 is up there too. I think it's worth mentioning. Uh, we have Red Talk now because of 2019. Mm-hmm. This LSU football team is as fun as I've ever had in, in sports and a lot of good music this year. I love the Ed Sheeran album this year. And it's easier to remember this year because it just for happened. Sure, for sure. But moved into this house, got away from a lot of negative stuff. So I'm, I'm going to go 2019, 16, 13, three way tie. Can't wait for 2022. There you go. Yeah. Every three years. Yeah, that, li- that year's going to be lit. <laughs> so I think I got two more questions for you, I'm pretty sure. This doesn't have to necessarily be your favorite movie, but what movie have you seen the most? Maybe it's the movie you put on before bed every night at your parents' house. Um, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers? Yeah. No question. Wedding Crashers. And Shay asked me what my top five movies of all time are, and I had to mention that, like, Get Them in the Greeks in there. You know how many nights we just sat in my house and watched yes. Get Them in the Greek <laughs> over and over again? We used to... Just quote the whole entire movie. Yeah, like Just. nobody understood what we were saying. <laughs> like, oi, absinthe. Like, nobody knows what's going on except us. Yeah, so one uh, of those two. I, I had I had those like streaks as a kid though, where I would just watch the same thing every oh, single me too. night. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, a lot of dodgeball for me. It, yeah, dodgeball is awesome. Shay mentioned that too. Um, get you know, Tori asked me last night what my favorite pappy story of all time was, <laughs> and it was. <laughs> It was tough because, like, it, it's tough to bring something up off the top of my head, but I definitely told her the story. I, I used a bad and a good one, and you were involved in both. The good one was, like, I, I threw a no-hitter, and you caught the game. Yeah. So, like, that was perfect, and, like, I looked over, and Pappy was, like, smiling and clapping, yeah. and that was, like, the only time I've ever seen him smile, so that was nice. And then bad was that night, December 30th, where I had we were going to do the New Year's party, and I had alcohol for everybody, and yes. he came down 6.30, Patrick. Who bought you all the vodka? <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. You should ask Will. <laughs> <laughs> Will, Will, wake up. <laughs> you call your mom. You're immediately picked up yeah. out of situation. Yep. At yeah. 6.45 in the morning, mom's like, why are you calling me? I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick of this. <laughs> that was day of UK UVL basketball game, too. I know. And the game was at 12, and I was grounded. So I just told him <laughs> I was going to go outside, just took car, gone. Didn't return for like three days. I was like 16, 17 years old. Yeah, good time. Oh times. my god. Yeah. No, dude, we were younger than that because my mom had to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely drove. I don't know if but it was you, I mean you were driving the Sunfire at fifteen. Oh, don't say that. I was driving Barbie's Lumina. It was the Lumina, yeah. you're right. The Sunfire was. was legal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and it was fire. It yeah, was the sunflower. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh you kinda just hit on it, but my last question is um. I'd assume that's probably what you're going to pick is uh, your favorite sports memory of us two being on the same team. Um, it, 
you know, not because I don't want to use that one again. Uh, we've won a lot of like great and dynasty we've titles. Played in a ton of games on so many different teams. A and, ton of games, and it, it sucks not being able to remember like specific stuff. Yeah. But from a bulk standpoint, I'd say that all, the stuff when the lights weren't on, like the just constant beating Quentin and Keith in two on two at my house, <laughs> yeah. and like the wars that those were, the day long wars, the best of sevens, and everything, and like consistently winning those. Mm-hmm. I think is up there. The the dynasty thing all kind of flows together now. You know, as your memory gets a little worse, it's like you're looking at one big long video montage. Like my favorite memories of of dynasty as a whole, like without even that being a question without me and you are like when we're beating somebody by like 15, 20, 30 and then you pull up from like NBA range and just bang three. <laughs> and it's like such a demoralizing thing to the other team you turn at the bench and do whatever celebration you have to do. Just great times. Yeah. And a lot of that is thanks to Kendrick and Nick and Evan for getting us through a lot of those games. But, Definitely. But, yeah, I'd, I'd say the entire Dynasty ride is probably my favorite because, you know, you jumped on that team and it was – you didn't know anybody except me at first and it's all my DeSales guys. And then it kind of, like, morphs and now we're all the same group and everything. It's just – it's a nice story off the court and mm-hmm. on the court with a lot of success in between. So. Yeah. A lot more success than – failures yeah we're bound to start really going downhill as we get older and that that just sucks (laughs) for sure yeah if we were in this upcoming league that we're in i mean that that might be my farewell tour yeah defending champs though yeah yeah that's something to think about we play kentucky gentlemen week one so i will i think that's it i think that's all i got all right well we're right on time you know it's really clutch that you had this idea and that you kind of saw the vision from the beginning because we started this and we wanted to be part of my take you know we wanted to Mm -hmm. have a two person show and, and go forward with it. And, and I kind of like made this like my life's mission and stuff. And you got that fiance. Now you all just bought a house full-time job, you know, you grind and getting after it. And without your idea, without your put, cause you mentioned the idea months before we actually tried to do anything. Yeah. And I just kind of brushed it off. Like, oh, I, I don't know how to do any of that. We can't do that. And then we started, I still remember like buying the equipment, how weird that was. I, we recorded the first episode in my mom's dining room and we were both like just drenched in sweat after and no one's mm-hmm. ever going to listen to it. And <laughs> and it was just, it was so, it was so weird and so different. But right when we got done with that episode, you were like, the first thing, like you're really f-ing good at that dude. Like you should keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's little things like that. And it's like that moment that I look back on, like that's the kind of stuff that like made me want to try and made me want to continue doing this and kind of like built a dream that I didn't know I had that I had all along. And without you doing that, without you saying that, without you being nice, that your effort on this podcast, none of that happens. So I, I did want to use the end of your segment to thank you for your idealism, for your like continued like just care and support, no matter what we were doing, no matter how stupid or smart I was being in all parts of my life. You kind of killed it from a best friend role. So it, it's something that I you know don't tell you all the time because that would be like super lame and corny. But right now, it's kind of a good chance to do that. So thank you. God could not have gifted me a better best friend. I appreciate that, man. That means a whole lot. I hope so. It really does. Kind of a little shout out to me. Could kind of just step back and just kind of let you kind of grow it a little bit. It's been so, I I think that it's been so much better with you having 
multiple people on yeah instead of just me and you all the time exactly and i think um, it, it keeps it fresh it's developed a different part of an audience that we didn't think we'd get and it really gave uh, austin and shay an opportunity to show how great they are on this too and now that we've built like a really solid four-person team that at times becomes like a 10 to 12 person team when you think about how great Nick Hogan and Trey Hayden and, and Dylan have been on here over all this time. And then you add in Lexi and my sister. And it, it really, you know, has grown to be like a, a family to me. And it's so great to have all these people to pick from. And everything kind of worked out perfectly, you know. And, and it is a shout out to you because it's it would have been hard for me to be like, hey, dude, I just want to do this show by myself. But I think that all you all realize after after 100 episodes now that it's far from that, that I haven't done one episode by myself. You guys make the show just as much as me, I, I make the topic sheet, I get it to you all, you all come in prepared. And that's what people like about the show is, is you guys. This, like, again, this was all your idea. We kind of just took it and ran with it. But, like, if you would have just gotten really pissed off at me the first time I said, like, hey, you know, I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to have different people on every time. We're going to do this. And you would have been like, all right, dude, screw you. We're not friends anymore. Mm-hmm. That would have sucked. So I'm glad you didn't do that. Yeah, dude. I saw that this is kind of, I honestly think that this is what, you're here to do i'm here to help but yeah. this, I, i'm not this isn't what i'm on earth to do well hopefully one day we kind of blow up you know and this is what we have to do you know and yeah then, because that would be pretty sweet but and i could be like an office guy yeah that's what i would rather do yeah office guy that would be dope <laughs> producer pat both start with yeah. p's but you know i mean wherever this goes it, it goes i'm excited for it but no matter what i mean just the opportunity to kind of connect with people and be able to get that feedback and just know like that you know people are riding around the car and like your voice is what's on it's like the coolest shit ever and none of that's possible without your help so i really appreciate it is that all you got that's all i got man all right ttyl <laughs>
Um, I'm really good at tossing ping pong balls off of a ceiling and into beer pong cups. Interesting. You know, like when we used to play at my old house and yeah. I would have the, you get three if you go off the ceiling. Yeah. I was incredible at that. Nobody had really ever seen it before. I kind of revolutionized the game. But now I'm 25 and I probably have played my last beer yeah, pong no, match. seems pretty useless. So Your kids a, are going to think that's really cool one day, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would imply that I would have kids. Yeah, that too. But um, yeah, it's probably that. My ability to throw a ping pong ball off a ceiling into a cup filled with water is getting me nowhere. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Um, for mom, who's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, this is from mom. Wow, what an incredible question. From, she was really going to be mad if I didn't ask you. From the woman who raised me. Uh, <laughs> my favorite Pokemon is Eevee. Eevee is a, is a Pokemon. He's like a, he's like a little brown wolf, and uh, he can morph. He can evolve into Jolteon, Vaporeon, or Flareon. So many options based on the stone that you use to evolve Eevee. So Eevee just gives you way more options than being the other Pokemon. And while he's in the Eevee stage, he's just a really cute little guy. He kind of looks like Dad's dog. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. But that sounds great. Yeah, no, it is pretty solid. Yeah, Mom's going to love that a lot. Yeah. Um, do you think cereal is a soup? No, Lexi asked me this. And really? me and Lexi did an entire episode like this that we had to scrap where she just created the topics and it was just, I tried to edit it so many times and it was just so rough on me. Like parts of it were funny, but a lot of it, were, a lot of it was just completely useless, useless talent. But that was one of them. And I, I'd say no, cereal is cereal. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think it has to be categorized. No, I don't think so either. Somebody asked me the other day if hot do a hot dog was a sandwich. Yeah, that's kind of a classic question. Yeah, I don't think that's true either. It's I just, just think a hot, it's dog. hot dog. Yeah. Like, why does it have to be a sandwich? Yeah, stuff like this is just, it kind of makes your brain frustrated. You can, like, literally feel your brain getting yeah, frustrated. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so those are those are just tough. I'm glad we're on the same page there. Yeah. What's a reasonable dream guest? Like, somebody that, like, you probably could have on, but, like, still would be a dream for you? Um, Probably, like, Donovan Mitchell. Lamar Jackson, somebody oh, like really that, cool. like somebody from Louisville that like somebody that I know might be able to connect me with one day. Yeah. I think that that's reasonable, but also like, you know, dream big that type level. Just be, yeah. 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 So yeah, anything like that. And then you know, obviously like right now, I think that's like a prisoner of the moment type question. Like right now, the answer is if I can pick one person in the world without the reasonable part, it's probably like Joe Burrow or um, LeBron James or Jesus. Jesus. Jesus would That's be a cool. That's really interview. unreasonable, though. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying I would like to interview Jesus. Yeah, I mean that'd be I'm awesome. Supposed to be going to see Jesus Christ Superstar on Friday, and I'm really hyped about it. That's a good show. Yeah, got he's a lot got, of negative he's feedback. Got a, he's got a Technicolor rainbow. Actually, no, he no, doesn't. That's Joseph. Joseph. That's yeah, Joseph. I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah, go it go go, Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, that one was heat. We used to watch you know that when what we were they kids. Say. Go go go, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use that at the national championship for sure. But, I should. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I. I I think I like Jesus Christ Superstar, but I, I yep. thought it would be funny to text a few of my friends and say, hey, without any context, would you like to go see Jesus Christ Superstar with me on Friday? I have some tickets. I got a wide range of responses on those. I really would have loved to go, but I've got bigger plans this weekend. Yeah, I got a LMAO, a no, LMAO, excuse me, what? And then from Pat, yeah, I'm down. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So That's we might be a real friend there. there. Yeah, no, it is really nice to see that Pat would like to go see that. Pat said it sounded awesome. Thought it, there was nothing sarcastic some, about it. it. It was like the, 
the live show but as a movie. We used to watch it all the time. I swear I have a relationship with Jesus Christ Superstar. But he's in town. He was in town last night, and it was $125 to go. That's crazy. And for Friday, it was like 30 So we'll see. I, you could maybe interview that, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, he's only in town once a year. Yeah. It's probably a different guy every time if it's a recurring show, to be honest. But I like to think they have one legendary Jesus. Okay, sure. All right, next question. Okay. <laughs> um, if you could only have one fast food order for the rest of your life, what would it be? I already know the answer. It's uh, Culver's yep. Double Butter Burger Bacon and Cheese with a Side of Cheese Curds. Yep. And it's 100%. Culver's is, is What's the your class drink? of America. Um, you know, I don't really drink the drink. I only put monster red bull water and coors light into my body in very little water that's definitely the last one on the list uh, i used it second to last yeah uh but yeah i don't like to drink you any don't soft even, drinks you don't even order a drink when you go there you... i it's so pointless it's so okay. pointless. Like, i'll get a drink and it'll just sit there i'll go pour it out okay i mean yeah do you yeah. i don't get i always just get water so uh yeah but i feel like that's a waste yeah because water's free and they're gonna make you pay for the drink anyway well, if you just get it in a cup, it is free. Yeah, but I mean, that, I saw you do that at Wendy's. The effort that it takes to do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just like to be hydrated. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, no, there's not. Okay. This is the last question of my favorite question. Okay. What is your favorite Pappy memory that you could share with other people? Yeah, I was going to say a lot of Pappy memories are really funny. Uh, I'll, sh- I'll share one that's bad and then one that's good. Okay. Um, the one that's bad, I like just got in a car. I was like 16 or 17 years old and it was the day before New Year's and I, from an unnamed source, but a member of this family bought me a ton of alcohol and I was going to a party and I was going to supply the entire party with alcohol. Like everybody was relying on me, 30 or 40 people. And I, I'm talking, I had 30 packs, I had fifths. Everything that you could possibly imagine that I used to have in my trunk. And it was only going to be there for 12 hours. Picked it up the night before on the 30th. Pappy comes down at 6.30 in the morning. I'm asleep. I I just hear one phrase. Patrick, who bought you all the vodka? Patrick. Was was he here? Poor Patrick's asleep on the couch. He's like, Will, 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 wake up. Pappy found it all. You know, Pappy can't hear us. We're just having normal yeah. conversations. So we're like talking, breaking Why down what's going on. Why did he only hear about the vodka? That was just the first thing. He, oh, okay. Then he brought me out and showed me that everything I had was in a bag and he was going to throw it all away. And then he told me I was grounded. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, you know, he doesn't move all that fast. So he went in the living room and watched Fox News for a while. And I just left immediately and went and watched the UofL UK basketball game. So did you take it all with you? Uh, no, lost it all. Lost it all in the war. What, what did he do with it? Threw it away. But you could have just gotten it. I it feel was like. gone. Okay. I obviously looked for it because I couldn't just go to a store and buy it. Yeah, I feel like he probably did just yeah. hide it from you. Yeah, so that was that was very tough. And then there was uh, one moment where we had like, you know, we used to go out and I'd just pitch to him all the time. Yeah. And he, he would make me hit the corners and I would pitch an entire figurative game to him. A full nine innings of striking people out, of walking people, yada, yada, yada. And there was one day where I like didn't want to go out there, and he made me go out there, and we did our thing. And then the next day, I threw a no-hitter to Patrick, who was the catcher. And I just remember like looking over into the crowd as Patrick put me on his shoulders after throwing a no-hitter, and he was just smiling, looking at me. And it's the only time I've ever seen him smile in my life. 
That's the only time you've ever seen him smile? At least in reference to something that I've done. <laughs> you did and not me. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, that was really nice. That's so cute. Yeah. So, yeah, everlasting memory. But, you know, Pappy's the goat. Pappy was at everything. Pappy did literally everything. It literally everything. Yeah. So I, I used to make Pappy mad a lot. Pappy used to break so many things that I really cared about that I put a lot of time into. Yeah. But it's but all it, good. It all made you a better person. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it really <laughs> it really cost me more money. That's true. You know? Yeah, I should thank you because I think I probably would have been his favorite anyway, but like you really set me up for being the favorite. That's real nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> did, you, did you hear that at when Ashley, our cousin, came over before? Um, when we were in Atlanta, and he hugged her and said, how's my favorite granddaughter? And she said, she's in Atlanta. And he said, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. Just to her face. I'm one of the very few people that understands the volume level it takes to consistently communicate with yeah, Pappy. Yeah, and you have a really deep voice, which yeah. she has to have. I get very little what from Pappy. And that's Pappy's most used word in his career. Probably. What? Yeah. And he he doesn't say it to me because I I give it to him. I'm volume 100 immediately. It shocks people when they're with me and I see Pappy to see me immediately start screaming. Yep. But he loves it. We have good team chem. Back to your energy drink thing for a second. Okay. Uh, I saw Coach O today once in a pregame speech, ripped his shirt off and shotgunned two Red Bulls to get his team fired up. Sounds like your kind of guy. Yeah, it, it truly is. He also said, the day I can't whoop a man's is the day I don't get out of bed. I did see that also. Yeah, so a lot of them have been circulating today. Just a good guy. You spent somewhat above $1,000 on your national championship tickets. Uh, you are doing that on Monday. This is Friday now that this is released. How are you feeling? I'm so excited. I can't hardly even get through work because I just think about it constantly. But now I'm just like ridiculously nervous because it's real and I spent all this money and I'm going. Yeah. And like... I mean, there's a chance that I don't come out of it super happy. Definitely a chance. Games like that are awesome. They're breathtaking. You like never forget every single moment, but it also sucks not being able to breathe. You know, yeah, like you're going to get exactly. there and you're not going to be able to breathe because it's like every other moment has led up, led to, up this to this moment. If it comes down to like one play, like I might just die. I don't know if I'll make it. Yeah. I say it a lot when I'm watching games. This is the biggest game of my life. This is the biggest play of my life. And people are like, there's no way that's true. And in a way... It is, because all the other stuff has already happened. Yep. And I already know that, and it's no longer the biggest thing. It's this thing, but, like, this is, like, legit. Like It, like, really is. Yeah, it, it's definitely the biggest sporting event of your life, and it's it's right up there with 2016 Cubs Game 7 for me. Uh, it really depends how it goes, you know, because if the Cubs would have lost that Game 7, I, I wouldn't reflect on it that way. I only like to think about good things from the past. Yeah, but you didn't, like, go. Yeah, for sure. Like, I just can't even imagine going through all this production and going and it ending up poorly. And then having to drive back. I just need to stop talking about it. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you are going to have to drive to Louisiana, which is like super weak. But, I mean, this is what you want to do. Nobody that spends the amount of money on a ticket that you did doesn't really want to do this. And, yeah, I don't know, are you and Clark going to dress the same as you did for the Final Four? I think he's probably going to wear the same thing. Yeah, given that I brought it back over here for him to wear again. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have very much LSU apparel. Makes a lot of sense. Only has one shirt. But I was wondering if you like viewed it as a luck thing. No. I'd, I've worn something different to every game this year, but I do wear the same color nail polish. And oh, that's huge. I've had this same nail color on since August, and it is like a very light, summery color, and it's not summer anymore, and I'm just rolling with it. Yeah, that's massive. I don't know what I'm going to wear. 
because everything I've worn, I know I haven't worn the same thing every game, and I've worn the Matthew jersey a few times and the purple jersey a few times and just shirts and half sips. And, and they've won every single time, so it has nothing to do with it. Yeah, me. but it's probably, I mean, you could paint your nails if you wanted to. That might help. Not going to paint my nails. No, can't do that because that would be weird. I've had my nails unpainted for all 14 victories. Can That's, you imagine I mean, if I tried to do that extra shit? But just, could you imagine if this nail color is what's bringing us good luck and somebody else paints their nails this color too who's also cheering, the amount of good luck that brings? I'll tell you what. If we go down 14 nothing at any point, I will paint my nails. You want me to leave the nail polish here with you just in case you need it? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'll, I'll paint my nails to go down 14 nothing. <laughs> how, how do you get that off? With nail polish remover. Mm, okay. I'm new to the yeah. paint and nails game. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, it's a pretty big game. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. It still doesn't really feel real that it's like it's really crazy. about to happen in a few days. Yep. But I don't know. It, it's hard to imagine this LSU team losing. But also, like, as each day gets further away, I become, like, a little more grounded and a little more like, oh, wow, Clemson's, like, really good. This yeah, I know. Go a lot of different ways. And it's, like, the highest over-under in a national championship ever. And it's going to be up and down. The one thing, the one piece of advice I would give you is, it's a long game, either way. Whether they go up 7 nothing or LSU goes up 14 nothing, yeah, yeah. It's a long game, never over until it's probably until it's, over. Until it's like halftime for LSU, usually. Yeah. But, yeah. We'll see. Um, before your school tenure started at LSU, so whenever you start school, who was your favorite LSU player that left there before you got there? Uh, probably at the time, Odell Beckham. Because he was, his last year was when I was a senior in high school. Mm. So I, I don't know. You kind of like, yeah. Like yeah. just barely missed him. Like now if I look back, I would probably pick like Tyron Matthew. Yeah, he was the man. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, there's so many great ones. So many great ones from our childhood. I was just wondering if you like even knew any before you got there. But yeah. it's nice to see that you totally do. Um, I mean, I, I did know about football before I went to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty slept on. You uh, you know went to LSU, but nobody in the family wanted you to do that. And yeah. you had options to go to college for $0 in the state of Kentucky, correct? Yeah, yeah it's just such a huge decision that has kind of helped everybody. I mean, I know dad and mom didn't love it. I didn't love it when it happened, but it did happen, and it's like the greatest thing ever. You it know? is. I wouldn't change it for anything yeah you definitely seem like an all-around happier person since you had the lsu experience versus before you had it and i'm sure there's a lot of other factors in that yeah too. like i was 17 then. yeah good yeah. friends clark you know all, all, yeah. that, all that good stuff but yeah very good thing that you went to lsu because now like when i'm wearing all this stuff i have something to say to people yeah you know You're instead of just them like, just being like oh did you start like an lsu two weeks ago and i'm like my sister graduated from there yeah you know it's like immediate well it's really awesome for me to say that like i graduated from there when people say that to me yeah that has to be cool well that's uh that's all i got do you have anything else no that was all my questions okay sounds good uh <laughs> this went pretty well I, you think so yeah definitely i it's tough to power rank it because this is number two of six in terms of the recording process but yeah not bad thanks all right ttyl All right, Shay, episode 100. How we doing? We're doing well. I'm glad to be here. 100 episodes. That's a, that's a pretty big feat. 100 episodes. Could not have came anywhere close to this without you, Austin and Pat. So definitely had to make sure y'all were all on here. And uh, yeah, it is your turn. So what do we have? 
I was thinking, what's the best thing to dive into today? Quite. Why not a million questions, and we'll see what answers we get here. All right. Perfect day. Breakfast to to going to sleep. What's your perfect day? My perfect day? You can uh, do any season, any month. I can do anything I want. Anything you want. It's your perfect day. Anything what I want. Okay. Um, I wake up, and I don't have anything to do. You know, like no pressure to be what anywhere. Time? What time am I waking up? Yeah. 11. Okay. So I'm waking up at 11. And I'm popping open a monster, and I'm and I'm started, and I'm ready to go. It's October. It's October. The Cubs have a game, and they're going to win the game. Okay. It's a playoff game. They're going to win, and all the sports are going to be merged together at the same time. One of the uh, all four sports days? Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to have Cubs playoff game, and it's not going to be at the same time as when LSU and Louisville play football. And all three of them are going to win, and that's about as good as it gets for me. So everything else that happens in the day, I'm kind of fine with, you know, in terms of where I'm at. All so that. it's a Saturday, though. Yeah, I would say it's a Saturday. LSU and Louisville both get football wins. I can watch them both. They're all on at different times, and the Cubs are playing, like, a huge game, and they win. It's like baseball season's just different to me. You know, like, I'm, I dress uh-huh. differently. I have, like, a Cubs jersey on every day. I love baseball season. Yeah, I just so, wish it was a little better for me, but yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it will be going forward. But, yeah, that's my perfect day, and it sucks because, like, not a lot of it has to do with me. You know, it's a lot of stuff that's out of my control. It's your perfect day. What about you? Uh, it's definitely in the fall. I'd say either late ah, late October, early November. A, lo- a good, brisk Saturday morning. You walk out there, probably a tailgate action. Love me a good tailgate. If the cars are playing some good football, makes it even better. Yeah, that does sound nice. You know, you head out there, you put a couple bets in. You're not even caring if they win or not, but they hit eventually. You're like, damn, this oh, day is going yeah, great. yeah, true. You have to throw in the fact that you're winning some bets. Cards win. We go out. We celebrate. I don't know. I, well, I mean, we're going to O'Shea's. Yeah, we got to go to O'Shea's is for sure how I end my perfect day. Yeah. And it's not crowded. No, it's not crowded. It's yeah. perfect. You can hang out outside. Use that outdoor bar. Yes. Oh, just... Really, if you can be outside, O'Shea's is always great. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's a phenomenal time. Yeah, good place. Yeah, something like that, just hanging out with the gang, getting drunk. Sounds pretty ideal. Good day. Yeah, that that sounds perfect. It sucks because, like, today's nothing like that. No, we're grinding today. It's all good. That's also good. Yeah, I I would say that recording a podcast is not in my perfect day. As fun as it is. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Yeah, because I just want to kick it. Yeah, if you don't have to sit down, do any work that means anything, it's a good day. Yeah, and, you know, perfect days, I, you have a lot of they them. They vary. Yeah, a lot of them you don't even know they're going to be a perfect day. My true perfect day that happens a lot is when I, like, see a lot of different people that I care about and get to hang out with them all in one day. And you don't really recognize that until the end of it. I mean, I probably I like. have, like, 17 perfect days. Yeah, this is good. It's a good way I mean, to a be. good lake day, too. That's always just... All right, we'll skip. We'll go, we'll go ahead now. Okay. Any celebrity in the world could be your best friend. Kind of a lame answer, but I think I'm going with Taylor Swift. I think Taylor Swift would be so impressed by my knowledge of her work that, like, she would really like me, you know? And, like, the friendship would go both ways. And I feel like she does, like, all kinds of cool shit. And I feel like she would let me kind of do whatever, you know? Like, it's not like she needs me to be anywhere she's at. So I'd still have unlimited freedom, and I'd have a really cool best friend. Who's your celebrity best friend? I feel like The Rock would be pretty dope. The Rock? Come on, dude. Can you imagine how much doper ballers would be as a show if just you were The Rock? Like, if it were you, awesome. or it, like, instead of you, if it was, like, Brian, you know, like, anybody else, if anybody else was The Rock instead of The Rock, <laughs> how much better that show would be? Just, I mean, The Rock working out, like, super hard every morning at, like, 4 a.m. is pretty can't outrageous. Believe. Which celebrity would you not want to hang out with? I think I'd pick The Rock. I, I don't know. I just feel like he's just, he's always doing cool shit. 
Uh, okay, what's next? So you believe in aliens? Yeah, I guess. I've seen some docs. I but think like, they're super real. Yeah, I'd say that they're probably real. Candace made me watch a movie a few weeks ago. It was made in the 70s, and it was about an alien cat, and it was called A Cat from Outer Space. It was on Disney+. Plus. So I want you to think about this movie. You know, it's a movie made in the 70s about an alien cat, and you're thinking about how terrible it is. Is it animated? Not animated. Oh, God. So, I mean, you're, you're right now picturing the worst movie that you've possibly ever seen, and you're right. But let me tell you what happens. This guy gets this cat, and he's from outer space. Everybody's going after the cat because he's you know, sought after a space cat. His friend is a gambling degenerate, and his friend keeps coming over and like needing somebody to win. He only has one TV at home, which I think a lot of people can relate to that are married. And the cat helps him win his bets, like makes the horses run faster and makes like the field goals go through the goalpost. And I was like, wow, this movie's actually dope. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Now. Yeah, it was actually way cool. Like, out of nowhere, they just incorporated sports gambling into it from the 70s. Yeah, if I could find a cat that doesn't tell me which bet's going to be right, just helps me win no matter what. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, like, ac- actually alters the result. His name was Jake. Jake the Space Cat. Jake the Space Cat. He yeah. was on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah. Would not recommend watching it. I think aliens are awesome. Yeah. Going cool. to space would be cool. Yeah, I was a huge Men in Black kid. Yeah, that's, that's super dope. Yeah, banger songs. Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. God, squad. Top five movies you've ever seen. Oh. You don't have to rank them, just any any order. Oh, that's so tough. I actually have been considering writing down movies and shows that I enjoy because I feel like I love them, and then I just forget, forget. that they exist. I do that all the time. In terms, especially like recall, like recognition, I can see it by all that, oh my God, love that movie, hell yeah. But, like, I, I can't remember them off the top of my head. But I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan. That That's what I, like, enjoyed most as a kid. I would have to put Semi-Pro in the top five. I seriously love that movie Great so movie. much, as well as the other guys. So those are my okay. two Will Ferrell representations. And then also from a couple of years ago, I, I love James Franco, too. And They're great. I, Why Him is an <laughs> Why awesome him? movie. Yeah, love Why Him. Uh, also, Wedding Crashers is super heat. <sighs> This isn't in my top five, but the internship that they did was also really good. The Owen Wilson Vince Vaughn combo. Oh, the where they go to Google. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was good. I, I, that was a good one. But I like the classics, like anything with uh, Owen Wilson Vince. I mean, Drillbit Taylor. That was heat. Drillbit Taylor. Yeah, that what was a fire. That is. I can't even like the fact that I'm remembering all these is yeah, great. actually nuts to me. Other random ones I like that Notorious movie. Really mm-hmm. like Notorious. Big Big guy after that. Dodgeball. You're saying all Do- these and I hear dodgeball. Dodgeball is super heat, yeah. It's dodgeball, super bad. Oh, yeah, incredible. This is the end. This is the end is really good. I've yeah. probably seen that 60 times. See, I I love it in the theaters and if I'm watching on like a streaming service, but anytime they put it on like FX, it's oh, miserable. Oh, my God, exactly. Yeah, you just it, don't want to watch it. It is again. one of those movies where if they cut out all that stuff, it's Because like, that's what makes the movie. Yeah, it's not a good movie anymore. I, I probably will listen to this back and be like, oh, my God, how did I forget about this and this and this? I feel like it's so much easier to remember comedies that you quote all the time versus, like, oh, 100%. movies that, like, moved you, you know? I really liked the last song. <laughs> okay. You know, like, the last song to me was super heat. Very the last song with Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. yeah, very emotional. Emotional film. The Departed. The Departed is so in my top five. So, oh, my God, it's 100% in my top five. Uh, the Departed is such an awesome movie. Like, Departed... Shawshank, 
Redemption. Uh, get him to the Greeks in my top five too. I know yeah. I've given you a lot, but no, I'll get him to the Greek and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh God, it's so funny. Forgetting Sarah Marshall is so good, and then they kind of like make the baby spinoff of Get Him to the Greek. Me and Pat have probably spent three hundred hours watching Get Him to the Greek together. Which I always think of forgetting Sarah Marshall and a uh, couple's retreat. Couples retreat is so heat they're just like they go hand in hand i mean like these are just perfect couples retreat is so damn good jason bateman in that movie jason bateman's hilarious yeah he is yeah he's about to have a fire show on hbo too really outsiders oh i've seen him working on that but i want him to come back out with ozarks yeah i don't know what's up with that i thought see they said season three was coming yeah it's supposed to be 2020 oh it's probably gonna wait till like august yeah so uh, yeah, we'll see. But man, those are some good movies. I have some good way to good ways to spend time now. All the, well, for all the Marvel movies. Oh yeah, Marvel Fantastic. movies are all heat. Yeah, big Fantastic. big fan of Marvel. Big fan of all the Star Wars. Those are I mean those are two great series. Yeah, I watched Avatar after Disney Plus came out. Avatar's really good. That was one of the first great movies I've ever saw. It's like, a wow. process. Like you you have to be not doing anything for like four hours to actually watch Avatar, or you got to break it up in four days. But yeah, Avatar. Great movie and kind of keeps your attention mm-hmm. through all that time. Yeah, I'm glad we had this talk. Avatar also fire. What else you got? If you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? A tiger. Go tigers. Yeah, that's. Would why. you be Mike the tiger? Hang out at LSU all day? No, nah, I would. I would like to be in the jungle. I want to be the king, freedom to hunt and. What about lions? They're the king of the jungle. Yeah, I just think I can't pick a lion. I have to pick a tiger. That's fair. Yeah, a tiger though. Without the sports connection, I'd say like a bald eagle would probably be pretty cool too. I think like being able to fly would be good. Hang dope. out in Alaska, that's where they all are. Oh, really? Well, that doesn't sound of, that cool. I think cool. a lot of them are in Alaska. I may be entirely wrong, but I feel like they're in Alaska. Um, the giraffes are fire. They were always cool to see at the zoo. Holy <laughs> that thing's tall. They are? I had no idea what it was. Yeah. They had the same amount of vertebrae as us in their neck. No way. They're just stretched out. Do you know a lot of random shit about animals? We could do a whole episode like this. Like having the most random facts ever could make you the smartest person ever, right? Just knowing random stuff. It probably makes you good at Jeopardy. Have you been watching Jeopardy this week? I have. Whew. It's been heat. It's heat. When they get something wrong, I'm shocked. <laughs> Every time. The, fir- the first <laughs> night, that like the first 30-minute show they did, they didn't miss a question. It's insane. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, like they, they got something. James missed something the other day. I was like, oh, my God. He got it wrong. Poor Brad. Yeah. Brad is just outmatched. Yeah, he's out of his league. That was <laughs> the one, you know, when I was trying to explain to you the odds and stuff. Like, yeah. That was the one that was plus 350 for sure. Well, he should have been. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just. So guy. what's the score right now? Uh, well, you got to get to three wins. Yeah. And James and Ken each have one. Oh, my God. But Ken won the first night by only 200 points. And then James won last night by like 30,000. Oh, my God. Like, he smoked him. Yeah, what a monster. I love it. James is so funny, too. Yeah, James is the man. I've never been in, big into Jeopardy, but this is like can't miss TV. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad Brad's there to make it. He's probably the most competitive. Yeah. Out of anyone else. Yeah. Until they bring out that IBM Watson computer again. Oh, that would be cool. I hated that. I mean, that thing was so smart. Yeah, I mean, it's a computer. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, it's understandable. You got anything else? Favorite TV show as a youth? That 70s show. I love that 70s show. That 70s show is so good. And I think what makes that 70s show, like, I, I really like like Friends and Family Guy mm-hmm. and South Park and stuff South like that. Park. Oh, but what phenomenal. makes South or that 70s show so incredible is that they all kind of blew up off the show. And, uh, they did, yeah. They all, like as the show started ending, Topher Grace and Ashton Kutcher were kind of bigger stars than the rest of them at the time. They were getting other work. So they would like leave the show and come back and make mm-hmm. little appearances. But the way that 70s show ended, 
is like the best ending to a show that I could ever think of. Like the end of the last episode? Yeah, like it's New Year's Eve 1979. Yeah. The, the 70s are ending, so it makes so much sense. Donna's sitting on the on the cruiser. The and, Vista. And she's, she's sitting there, and she plays that, like, Eric, Donna video mm-hmm. montage in her head one more time. And it's they have the same song as they used in the earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. And then er, Eric had missed his flight, and she thought she wasn't going to get to see him again before the show ended. And then he's just right there. And it's just a beautiful moment. And then the show ends with Kitty going around telling every single character what they mean to her. And I just have chills right now thinking about it. It's incredible. Have you read that conspiracy theory on the show? No. You remember the episode, I think it's one of the proms, but there's a tornado in town. Yes. Supposedly, Eric actually dies that night. And everything past that point is just what Eric wanted to see. out. He just was there to see his friends grow. He wanted to see how they'd be without him. Oh my God, I hate thinking about that. I hate thinking about it's, Eric. It's a Donald. wild, th- I mean, I went down this rabbit hole one night, and I was like, whoa. Oh my it God. It all made sense, too. <laughs> I was like, what? I need to read that. I don't want it to be true, but I do need to read it just to kind of know. It's wild. That's yeah. why the whole last season, he's not there, because he just, he he's finally let them go. Oh my God. See them grow. That's yeah. nuts. It's a wild thing. Yeah, but I just don't see how that's possible, because like, Eric and Donna have that whole like marriage thing I know. that happens. I know. And he like just doesn't show up, and they're all shocked. But how can they be shocked? I'm telling you, you it's a whole conspiracy theory. All it's right. one of the best. I'll have to, I'll have to read up on it. Uh, is is that, is that it? That's all I got. All right, Shay. It's a pleasure. Uh, Bachelor talk would not be anything without you. We have a fun few months ahead of us. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a long few months. Long few months. Yeah, we have this, and then a Bachelorette, and then Bachelor in Paradise. Wait, wait, Bachelorette. Bachelor, then Bachelorette, then Bachelor in Paradise. Is that all this year? Uh-huh. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, Bachelorette starts in like April or May. And what? like right right when we started it, you know? I didn't know. I thought that like each year was a That's Bachelor what I and thought. a Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Nope. All three this year. Okay. Yep. So we Wait, so that means it goes from like January to September. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when we stopped doing it and we were like, Wow, we have so many months before we get to do this again. Now we have It's gonna go like so, nine months straight. <laughs> so many months where we are gonna be doing it. Incredible. Yeah. Uh let's see. Uh, thirty more seconds. Uh who's your pick to win Bachelor of the Season? My heart wants to say Victoria F. Yeah, you can't though. But I don't think she will. I mean, if I had I've to go now, I've gotten so much feedback about our episode, and people are just shocked that you love Victoria. F so well, that's much. fine. They can come at me for that one. Yeah. But I'd have to say, probably Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. That's my early guess. Okay, I can't take what you took, and I feel like that leaves me in between Kelly and Madison, and uh, I'm gonna go with Kelly. It's a strong pick. Yeah, it looks like she had cheek injections, but I'm I'm gonna go with Kelly anyway. Yeah, I feel it. Yep. So we have Kelly, Hannah Ann, Shay. It's always a pleasure. TTYL. All right, Nick, 100th episode. Great to see you. What do you got for me? All right, so I kind of wanted to use this time as a shout-out to my favorite sports teams. Okay, that's, that's I'm sure that's what people want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I really like all those teams, too, <laughs> so that'll be great. Uh. Yeah, so I thought I'd kind of, you know, go one by one and uh, just talk about some recent stuff or stuff that's going on. So uh, first I've got uh, the Yankees, of course, signing Garrett Cole. I haven't been on here since they signed him, but that's has has been the highlight of the winter for the Yankees. So. And the Yankees have kind of had the best offseason of anybody because you got Garrett Cole. 
And there isn't anything on TV about you all doing anything illegal. And there kind of is for the rest of the American League teams. Yeah, which is pretty exciting, except for they got mentioned in an article the other day. Uh, the Astros tried to accuse them of cheating, but they, in fact, did not cheat. Oh, so, so it's already... Are you just saying that, or is that true? No, no. They So, like, the Astros had, like, reported that the Yankees cheated and were using cameras, but the Yankees had asked the... Um, MLB prior to using the cameras, if they could use the cameras, and but they because they weren't using them for sign, sign stealing. Gotcha. Yeah. So then, like the Astros tried to report them, like, oh, they were cheating too, and the MLB was like, actually, they weren't because we actually knew that they were using the cameras. That's so classic. Anytime you get caught cheating, just say that the other team was also <laughs> cheating, yeah. and here's why. Yeah, been there. Yeah, uh, the Red Sox actually were cheating, though, so I am, like, loving every second of this. Yeah, I, I think it's fair to assume you got the 2017 champion cheated, 2018 champion cheated, that the Cubs probably would have won three straight titles if it weren't for those things going on. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a fair assumption. Yeah, because you don't hear anything about the 2016 right. Cubs cheating. Yeah, yeah, and they were in the 2017 and 18 World Series, so that's... Oh, yeah, they sense. weren't. They weren't, but they, they were close. In 2018, they lost to the Rockies in the wild card game, so I'm not sure that oh, it correlates. Okay. So they were they were only a couple games away. Yeah, yeah, very close. <laughs> okay, next, um, I wanted to talk about uh, UK basketball. Big win last night. Huge win, impressive yeah. win. They've, they've looked pretty good and they look like they're finally getting better uh but i did want to mention that um uk's recruiting class next year is looking like it is going to be one of the deepest classes cal has ever had he already has six players signed for next season and he's there's going to be more like at least one or two more which is pretty important because uk is going to lose quite a bit you all always do you yeah. Usually every like three years, you get like a team full of some veterans where I don't have to like learn everyone's names. Yeah, but like the thing about this year's team is that there's not like a lot of like star NBA potential on the team, you know, and like players are still going to leave, which always kind of sucks. But I mean, yeah, Whitney and Brooks, you know, the, last night they uh, like clearly seemed they didn't belong in the top. Like you're all ending five, your yeah. best five, and Jay Billis was talking about that during the game. And I kind of agree. Before the season, you and Pat both were like harping on the fact that you need to play Hagens quickly and Maxi most of the time. And I was yeah. like, okay, cool. I'm not afraid of Hagens or quickly offensively, and I'm sure Maxi will be a stud. But they're they're pretty good. They are. I mean, those those three together. Um, you have Nick Richards out there who is like completely transformed, and like that that is like a solid core to have. You know, they just need like one guy to step up and be like pretty good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And when Maxi gets it going, he he is that guy, and he can kind of be that guy and the other guy, like we saw against UofL. And for parts of the game last night, it's a lot of trash talk last night. Well, there was. I mean, I think Maxi and Edwards, I guess, are friends, but uh, Maxi wanted to prove something, you know, like on a big stage, like you know, you're not the best player in the in the house. I mean, he he was he probably was the best player, but like Maxi showed out. And yeah, I thought that Maxi, basketball wise, maybe not potential wise, was yeah. the best player there. And yeah. Hagens was John with Edwards the whole game. He's pointing at the scoreboard while he's shooting free throws. Edwards never stopped talking to those guys either. Down by seven, twenty seconds left, still letting them know. I'm not sure what yeah. he was letting them know. <laughs> yeah, he did not stop the entire game. I did notice that at the end too. Yeah, I don't really like him very much now. I don't either, and I I wanted him to come to. Kentucky so bad and he probably would have been a perfect fit for this team playing 
playing like the three and taking over for where we need Khalil Whitney or uh, Keon Brooks right now, but gosh, he's annoying. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm glad he'll be gone after this year. Okay, is it Lynn Bowden time yet? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Uh, next up, Denver Nuggets. <laughs> the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets are legit, dude. Second best team in the in the Western Western Conference. Uh, Murray's pretty good. Jokic is pretty good. I I took the Nuggets tonight against the Mavericks. I hope yeah. it goes okay for me. Mavericks are pretty solid this year. Yeah, I think Luca looks like one of the least fun players to play with in the NBA. If you watch him, he's really good, but he just dribbles up the court, doesn't pass. He's just boring. Waits eighteen seconds, shoots a three, makes it. So it is pretty productive. But yeah, the Nuggets are solid. I like Morris. Jeremy Grant addition's weird, but. Yeah, but I like Jeremy Grant. I thought he was a pretty a pretty good fit with the team. Gary Harris, you know, Vando on the team. Jared Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Jared Vanderbilt. Forgive me. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's Michael, huge. Michael Porter's starting to put it together a little bit. And Michael Porter had like 25 the other night. Yeah, I, the Nuggets are pretty good. 12 shooting. That's, the, yeah. the Nuggets are pretty good. I just don't think they can get past the Western Conference Finals. I think yeah. that's probably their ceiling. Whichever well, team yeah. makes it there probably beats them. I agree. I mean, as if if LeBron and Anthony Davis are healthy and Kawhi and Paul George are healthy, I don't you know think that they can get past either of those teams. But I think, I don't know, they don't have the star power, but as a collective unit, they're a pretty damn good team. Yeah, and maybe the best version of that that you see in the NBA today, like without a mega star. Like Jokic probably is that, but not to your like household NBA fan. They're not putting him in the top 10. I probably would. But the Nuggets are they're pretty solid. Next up, your man Joe Burrow is coming home to Cincinnati. I'm so excited for that. The Bengals are immediately going to become like my third favorite team. I'm ready to rock. Your third favorite team. Who's your second favorite team? I, I guess I'd cheer for the Ravens a little oh, bit more. Lamar. And now that like the Ravens have kind of picked up such a large fan base in Louisville, like I kind of don't enjoy cheering for the Ravens as much. Yeah. You know, it, it seems like such a popular mainstream pick, but I do enjoy watching Lamar play football, and I can't wait for Joe Burrow versus Lamar twice a year. Yeah, I do. I, I do really like. Lamar now to kind of yeah he's the man but Joe yeah. Burrow immediately makes you all probably the second best team in your division I would think so I mean unless the Browns get a coach who can actually coach and Baker remembers how to play football yeah hard to believe that happens though yeah um, I mean we still need help on the offensive line and hopefully AJ Green is back but oh, it's gonna be nice to have Joe Burrow yeah I can't wait I, yeah, I'm just excited to watch somebody else not Andy Dalton play quarterback Oh, you're telling me. Andy Dalton or Ryan Finley? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, miserable. But you got what you wanted. Yep. And, you know, they kind of gave us some hope with the win over the Browns in the last game of the year. Love that. You that know, was such a lock. Yeah, like we, we can totally win, you know. We've just been losing on purpose. Yeah, that I'm sure that would have been your Red Talk lock of the week, but you <laughs> texted me and said, Kentucky basketball, don't care what the spread is. All right. <laughs> and it was, it was correct. It did happen that way. So, yeah. All right, last one, UK football. 2020 preseason top 25 have to be. I think Louisville is. Do you really think Louisville I is? Kinda, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, I, really? I, I, they have Cunningham and Hawkins and Atwell back, and, and Etheridge is back, and Satterfield's back. So I just don't, you know, I feel like college football, there's a lot of major turnover. Some teams are really good and then really bad the next year. Yeah, the ACC is not very good. I mean, I could see Louisville putting up a good record, you know, like they did this year and not be like, a scary team per se yeah you know but like still be like nine and three or something yeah the ACC I think is still going to be bad and Shea told me I'm not sure if he's right but Shea told me that Louisville is going to have to play Clemson first game of the year 
next, next year, year to open up the season. Good and Lord. if that's the case, then I could see them ranking Louisville to kind of, you know, add yeah. some luster to that game. They typically do that. So yeah, and I mean, then they could only lose like one or two the rest of the year, and that's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, it's a tough way to start your season being like plus twenty one at Clemson. Yeah, but you know. Still a fun game to start the year with. We start with Eastern Michigan, so oh again, seventh year in a row. You gotta <laughs> love that. But yeah, UK should be solid. Uh, we'll see if you guys play a quarterback at quarterback. Wilson's back, right? Terry Wilson will be back. Uh, That's exciting. Yeah, Sawyer Smith will be back. That's not as exciting. Uh, always a tough, a tough argument for you. You know, you never know who to pick between Sawyer Smith and Terry Wilson. Who's better? Yeah, it's very <laughs> tough. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 he kind of got bailed out by Bowden. Bowden should be your hero. That's kind of gone with the wind. People forget that was an argument back in yeah, the day. Yeah, the Big Blue Nation does does not hate me any longer. Yeah, thank thank you, Lynn Bowden. The guy can do everything. Yes, he can. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think they should be top twenty five. I don't know if they will be, but I think you, your all's recruiting class gets a little better, and you all got a big defensive lineman back that might have gone pro. I saw maybe yeah, Quentin Bohanna. Yeah, uh, got him back nose tackle, and then got uh, Landon Young back too. Nice offensive tackle, six foot seven, dude's a beast. Yeah, that uh, Rodriguez guy's a monster. Too. Rodriguez, Smoke, Rose, they're all back. Yeah, not looking forward to seeing more of them. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. As long as we have some somewhat of a passing game, but yeah. Yeah, all, I guess all your teams are pretty good. It kind of reminds me of myself. You know, uh, last year the Rams played in the Super Bowl. LSU's about to play in the national championship. The St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup. Not a terrible year for me. You know, the Cubs yeah. didn't do any damage. Louisville can't do anything, but I'm fine. I'm having a good time. Uh, kind of slept on. We went to Trinity High School. <laughs> we did. You went to Trinity uh, High School for literally what, like fourteen days? Uh, yeah, like three weeks, two or three weeks, two or three weeks, and we transfer to the D Sales High School on the same day together. Together, yeah, du- dual transfer. Kind of slept on. We might be the only two people in the world that have ever done that. Yeah, I think it's completely slept on. Yeah, I'm not people, sure a lot of people know that actually. Two people that aren't related go from Trinity to the sales in the third week of the school year. Got, got to be the only time it's ever been done. Yeah, I mean, at least you were there for a year. I was literally there for like two or three weeks. I think it was worse on me, you know, because I actually like knew people and had friends. Yeah, true. And I was getting a lot of <laughs> for it. And then we go to the sales <laughs> and we know absolutely nobody. Not a single person. Except for our, except for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except for each other. <laughs> yeah, thank God that so many people were so nice to me immediately because that really could have gone very badly and it didn't go that bad. No, it went well. Yeah, um, and I mean, back. I got into football at least, so like I was, I was in football immediately. Yeah, that really, really helped. Just yeah. being at practice and yeah. having people think that you were cool because you made a couple good plays doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah, good times. Totally insane. Pappy used to drive us to the sales fifty minutes. Wouldn't use the interstate. Pappy will <laughs> not use the interstate. Doesn't even know it exists. Worst drive of my life. <laughs> oh we go my all gosh. the way down would Fern Valley silent. every day. He'd, he'd be silent. Like, oh. oh yeah, we'd both be dead silent. I'd be like, yeah, I'm picking you up for school at five forty-five in the morning. Oh, and I remember we used to when you started driving. I'd be scared for my life every single morning, dude. Remember that one day that we uh, got we were going down the neighborhood hill, and I got like hit by ice, and we went over the median. <laughs> I just turned around and went home. <laughs> I remember that one time where you where there was a accident, and you tried to turn around so that we wouldn't be in the accident, and we just got drilled by a car, <laughs> and we went flying into somebody's front yard. Oh my God, I repressed this. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember that. Yeah. How crazy is that? That I've had so much car trouble in my life that you just brought <laughs> up a, a basic car wreck that we were in. And yeah, I yeah. literally don't remember it at all. Yeah. Gone crazy, from my memory. Dude. That was crazy. 
it wasn't my fault. I don't know. The person hit you, but you like turned right in front of them. And then they just like drilled my side and we went flying into somebody's front yard. Oh my God. What a day. That's insane. I don't remember that. It was pretty exciting. We got to miss school though. So, Oh, that's huge. That that's cool. always a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, is that all you got? That's all I got, man. All right, man. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Oh, anytime. TTYL.